Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Would you be the jerk for taking your dog into a grocery store? Would you be the jerk for not making a second meal for a child? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for not wanting to pay for my daughter's wedding, even though I said that I will? I have two daughters, female 28 and female 23. My oldest daughter got married two years ago. I paid for the whole thing. My youngest daughter recently got engaged and plans on having her wedding in spring. As I said, I paid for my eldest daughter, as her wedding was something that she wanted and was sure about. She and her husband, male 29, have been together since she was 20. They know each other and I think he's a good man. However, my youngest daughter's fiancé is a way older man, male 46, who I couldn't even believe my daughter was dating. He's got a divorce and has kids that are teenagers. I disapproved the relationship ever since my daughter introduced us to her boyfriend. Me and my eldest daughter tried speaking to her about how creepy her boyfriend is, but she said that she's an adult and can date anyone she likes. When she announced her engagement, she asked if I was going to pay for her wedding too, as I promised. I told her that I will not, because she knows I don't approve of this relationship. I reminded her that she told us that she's an adult and can do whatever she wants. That's okay. Then she needs to face the adult consequences of her actions. If she wants to marry, then she needs to pay for it. That's it. I told her once again that this is a mistake, but she called me a jerk and claimed that I'm favoring my eldest daughter because I said nothing about her fiancé. I explained why her sister's relationship was different, but she didn't want to hear me. My parents think that I needed support her to show her that I love her, and if she realizes later that she made a mistake, she can trust me to support her then. I'm unsure about that. I think that since she doesn't want to listen to my advice, then she shouldn't feel entitled to my money. She knows how much I love her, but that doesn't mean I have to be supportive of her poor choices. So I don't blame OP, it's a very weird relationship where your 23 year old daughter is dating somebody literally double their age. And who knows, depending on the age of the father, OP might be young enough that they could have in theory gone to high school with this guy. It's a bit weird, and honestly, at 46, if you're getting married, you probably should be able to afford your own wedding. But he did promise that he was going to pay for her wedding. Does that make him the jerk? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my parents for their entire estate if they want me to be my sister's guardian? I, female 23, have been told my entire life that if anything happens to my parents, I will be my sister's guardian. She's 33 and has some disabilities. She's currently living in a group home. The government pays for a good portion of the cost, but not all. My parents have made sure that they've accessed every resource available for her to make sure she has as good a life as she can. I was visiting her this last weekend when they brought it up again. They're both reasonably healthy, but they both have had health scares in the last couple of years. They once again said that I would be her guardian. I've been giving this a fair bit of thought. I have two older brothers. They're both married and established in their careers. 
they would be better choices than I am. I want to go see the world. I'm lucky enough that my job can be done from anywhere that I can access the internet. When we went to sword dinner, I brought it up and said that I had three ideas. One, they make all three of us her guardians so we could split the responsibilities and duties. Two, they leave their entire estate to my sister in a trust that will oversee her care. Three, they leave me their entire estate with the proviso that I become her sole guardian and take full responsibility. Mine is sentimental stuff for the rest of my family, obviously. I thought that was fair, since it's not like they're rich, and their estate will mostly consist of their house and the insurance policies they took out when they realized the long-term costs of care for my sister. They said that I'm trying to shirk my responsibility to my sister, and that I'm greedy for trying to get everything. I had one last suggestion, and they really hated it. I said that they're welcome to cut me completely out of their will, but that had to include guardianship of my sister. They could leave everything to her and my brothers, but that meant I would be completely free of responsibility for her care. My dad got really angry and my mom was crying when I left. My brothers both called me to say that I was a jerk for springing this on my parents, and that I was being greedy trying to keep them and their families from getting anything when our parents pass away. I asked both of them if they wanted 100% responsibility for our sister in return for the entire estate. I volunteered to sign away everything to them. Neither one took me up on the offer. I love that last tidbit, continue to press it. If anybody tries to shame you for not taking a lesser cut and also all of the responsibility, continue to expose them and blast them because they obviously don't want any responsibility. They just want their cake and they want to eat it too. This next story is, am I the jerk for making my husband and children prove that they can take care of a dog without my help? Before we got married and had kids, my husband and I agreed that all big decisions required two yes or no votes. Well, our two oldest kids and my husband want a dog. I do not. I've heard too many horror stories about a family getting a pet and then the person who didn't want it being stuck caring for it. I finally agreed on three conditions. One, smaller than 60 pounds, we do not need a mastiff. Two, a non-shedding dog only. None of us are allergic, I just don't want extra work. Three, for 60 days in a row, they had to collect all the garbage from all the trash cans in the house and put it in the big garbage bin. That was to make sure that they would remember to feed a dog every day. And for 60 days, they, all three of them, had to go for a one-mile walk twice a day. With the GPS route tracker active, if they missed a day, they had to start over. The longest they've made it so far is two weeks. My parents called me up to say I was being ridiculous and petty. I 100% agreed with them. But since they always side with the kids, I was ready for them. I sent them a link for a dog walking service in my area. It's very reasonable. I said if they wanted to stay in the dog decision, they had to agree to set up an account with that company and that I could call up the company for help whenever their precious, perfect grandchildren and son-in-law forgot to take care of the dog. They said I was being a jerk and that they had the right to their opinion. I agreed that they had that, but unless they were willing to pay to include their opinion in the decision, it didn't matter. My husband has finally seen that the kids aren't responsible enough to have a dog. Great. He said we needed to tell them. I said that we was one too many people. I wasn't the one who sided with them when I had said I knew they were not ready. He thinks I'm being a jerk. No one's called me a jerk, but that's only because they say it in much more polite terms. 
I think OP doesn't have to be so standoffish about it being solely from the husband breaking the news, because overall the heart of the matter is just breaking the news to them that they've proven they're not responsible enough to take care of this dog. I would say don't close the door entirely though. If they continue to try to work at it and let's say they do finally put it together, I would say allow them to keep trying because I think this is just a great exercise in teaching your kids self-discipline. Our next story is, am I the jerk for sending my niece to my ex-sister-in-law's house for four days? My brother had to go out of town for a week because of his job and asked me and my wife to look after his daughter, 13. I really love my niece, so of course I said yes. First day went fine, but after that, she started misbehaving. She was rude to us, didn't follow the rules, etc. Day 3, I decided I couldn't handle this anymore. I couldn't contact my brother to tell him, so I decided to call my ex-sister-in-law and ask her if she was willing to keep her for the next 4 days, and she agreed. Some background, my brother has custody and my ex-sister-in-law only has once a month visitation. She is in no way abusive or anything like that, she's just cold. When they got divorced, she didn't want any custody and only asked for visitations, which is what she got. When my niece is with her, she makes sure she has everything she needs, is fed, sleeps on time, etc. The only issue is that she doesn't really love my niece and is a bit cold towards her. Considering all of that, I thought my niece would be fine to stay there for four days. My brother disagrees. When he returned and found out, he got extremely mad and started yelling at us, calling us jerks and saying how dare we do that. My niece also wasn't helping by crying so hard and telling my brother how much she hates us. My wife is feeling bad now. She thinks we should apologize. They're 13, that is the prime misbehaving age. And plus, just observing their parental situation, there's probably plenty going on in their mind that allows them to act out. It wasn't even a week, they should have stuck it out. This next story is, am I the jerk for not telling my brother my girlfriend plays tennis? I, 25 year old female, have been dating my girlfriend, 29 year old female, for a year and a half. My family never had a problem with my sexual orientation, and they adore my girlfriend. However, she's a lawyer and pretty professional with most people, so those who don't know her well take her for a person who only knows how to work and nothing else. She usually doesn't correct anyone, but she is good at a lot of things. My brother, 28-year-old male, and I have always had kind of a rivalry going on. He was the golden child and still loves rubbing things in my face. It's mostly playful, but it gets very disturbing at times. Ever since I started dating my girlfriend, things have escalated a little bit. He would find the smallest, dumbest mistake I make and turn it into a huge issue. We were on vacation with my extended family, including uncles, cousins, etc., and my girlfriend was also with us. There was a tennis court, and my brother started challenging everyone to a mini-tournament. My girlfriend is an excellent tennis player. She plays tennis three days a week but she was talking to my dad, so she said she'd rather pass. He wasn't having it, but I talked my brother out of it and said my girlfriend wasn't interested. After a few games, my brother came after her and started jokingly teasing her about being scared to play. My girlfriend accepted the challenge and destroyed him on the court. Literally. Everyone was cheering for her and he lost the game. My girlfriend didn't even celebrate her win and said it wasn't fair to my brother because he was playing with someone at a much higher level. He later told me I was an absolute jerk for allowing him to make a fool out of himself. 
He said I told her she wasn't interested and that he thought I meant she didn't know how to play. I still don't know what his issue is, but I feel kind of guilty after he lost so badly. Should I have told him my girlfriend was a pro? Literally, I don't understand what OP could be the jerk here for. This guy is just so far into his own insecurity. Just accept that he got whooped, accept that they're better than him, and stop trying to blame the cause of your bad feelings due to your insecurity on somebody else. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not photographing a wedding I didn't know about? My sister announced she was throwing herself a surprise birthday party and she talked about it for months. I had never been invited to her house before and honestly I was a little sour about it given how close we've always been. My mom asked if I'd take some pictures since I'm a photographer. My mom nagged me for a couple of months because everyone was going to be there. I won't go into details but the day before I wound up in the emergency room. The ER doctor ran a bunch of tests and an MRI and ended up admitting me and called in the neurosurgeon and booked an operating room for emergency surgery. It was now the morning of my sister's birthday and I texted my mom to tell her I couldn't be there and explained why and she was pissed. Later that evening she texted me a picture of my sister in a wedding dress getting married to her boyfriend. I asked all who knew and she said everyone except you. We wanted it to be a surprise. Am I the jerk for getting upset that I was basically being tricked into a full-on wedding photography without knowing I was supposed to do it and everyone else knew it was a wedding and not her surprise birthday party? I think OP is definitely not the jerk, especially considering family, friends or not, that's usually a service that you get paid for relatively alright. Like I'm wondering if they lied to you just because they didn't want it to be like a possibility that OP might ask for some kind of compensation. And also, why are they all so fired up when OP's in the hospital booking emergency surgery for some kind of neuro issue? This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister having children was her choice? I, female 25, have never really gotten along with my older sister, female 31, Sarah. I hate to use this word, but she's what you would call a Karen. She thinks the entire world has to bow to her feet, and if she says jump, then the whole nation has to jump. She often brags about how bossy she is and how she's always pushed me around during our childhood, etc. She finds it amusing that she was horrible to me. That's all besides the point. It's more to paint a picture of the kind of entitled person she is. I'm not perfect either. The problem is that she has two kids, female 4 and female 2, and after both of her births, She blocked my entire family each time. The last time she gave birth, she blocked me and told me to never go to her house again and banned me from seeing her daughters because on the day she gave birth, I went to babysit her first child but instead of staying the whole night, I left around 7pm, even though my mom was already staying the night to look after her kids. My sister was still offended that I left to go and take care of my dog who was home alone. After that, she went no contact with me for a year despite the fact that I reached out to her to make up, and eventually she came back and we hashed things out. A few weeks ago, I was at her house with my mom and little sister, female 12, Hannah, and my younger sister wasn't feeling well, but my older sister was insisting that she should play with her kids and entertain them. Seeing my little sister feeling sick and not wanting to play with the kids, I told my older sister to stop pestering Hannah and that Hannah didn't need to spend every second of her time entertaining Sarah's kids. We ended up in a heated argument because Sarah told me that if we're not feeling well, then we shouldn't go to her house. 
and that we basically need to spend all of our time looking after her kids. And she brought up the fact that we weren't there for her kids when they were first born, and I told her that it was her fault for banning us from seeing them. She said that we still should have went and looked after her kids because she was having a hard time. I told her that popping out kids left and right was her and her husband's choice and we didn't sign an agreement to look after her children. I told her that when I chose to have a dog, I never expected. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com expected anyone else to look after him and that he was my responsibility no one else's and it's the same for her kids and i ended up leaving her house everyone in my family's on my side but i don't even care about sides i just want to know if i'm genuinely a bad auntie i tried to be in my niece's lives but my sister just wouldn't allow it maybe i should have tried harder i just don't see how her having children is anyone else's responsibility but hers and her husband's I just have to say, when they've expended so much effort to push you away and keep you away, they have no room to turn around and complain about you not being close to them and helping them out. This is like being in grade school and you tell somebody to not even come close to you, that you don't want to be friends with them, you don't want to be around them, but then at recess you turn around and start begging them to push you on the swing set so you can get going and getting upset because they have the gall to turn you down. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling someone being a mother is not a personality? My 35-year-old female, husband and I have a daughter, Maddie, 5. My friend Ollie and his wife Rebecca have a daughter, Beth, 4 years old. Ollie and I have been friends for 10 years. He's been with Rebecca for 6. Rebecca and I have never had any issues, but I wouldn't say I know her very well. My husband and I settled abroad full-time last year as Maddie started school. I hadn't seen Ollie in a while, so I invited him and his family to visit us for a week. I absolutely adore Maddie, and being her mother is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. That said, the meta experience of motherhood is something I just don't identify with. When I'm in social situations, I talk about Maddie when it's topical, but I don't talk about what it's like to be a mother. I don't talk about parenting or kids. Conversely, this is the only thing Rebecca talks about. If she's not trying to gather a consensus on parenting, she's pre-packing snacks a day in advance, even though anywhere we're going is 10 meters from a cafe. It can be very tiring, especially as most of the time these conversations are directed solely at me, and she can be very judgmental if I try to shut the conversation down. So, five days into the visit, we all decided to go in the hot tub after the kids went to bed. My husband was fetching drinks, so when I went out to the hot tub, only Rebecca and Ollie were there. Ollie asked if the swimsuit was my design, 
I designed some of my own clothes as a hobby, and I said yes. And Rebecca commented that it was a bit risque for a mom. At this point, I was just so tired of hearing the words come out of her mouth. I said, what exactly does that mean? Do you realize being a mother isn't a personality? Rebecca started tearing up and Ollie was trying to calm her down. Eventually she got out and went upstairs and Ollie thought it was best to give her some space. He said it was a harsh thing to say considering how Rebecca throws herself into parenting, but I made the point that since I've had a kid, he doesn't treat me any differently, so why is it fair that his wife does? He said it's just different because I'm not a mummish type mother while Rebecca is, so it basically is her whole personality. The next day, I did say I was sorry if I'd upset her, and Rebecca said it was fine, and she was just tired, but it was awkward the rest of the trip. I've spoken to other friends about this, and most say I was cold to say that to Rebecca because obviously being a mother is her entire identity, and I basically told her it wasn't allowed to be. I understand where they're coming from, but didn't she basically tell me it had to be mine also? People also say Rebecca's way of being is completely normal and I don't understand because all my friends are either men or don't have kids. I don't think I'm wrong for what I said, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm not the jerk, so am I? I don't see this as OP really personally attacking her. I see this more as a response for OP's own identity and OP's right to wear what they want as long as it's appropriate. God forbid somebody has to try to force a label on you, trying to shame you from being able to wear what you want. All of a sudden, because you're a mom, you can't wear a two-piece bathing suit anymore? You better start breaking out the ankle-length dresses too, can't show those ankles off. Just too risque for a mother. I think that would be enough to upset anybody. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling a friend her boundaries are irrelevant? I was at a party Saturday, and someone's cousin from out of town was there. Our friend introduced her cousin, and we all exchanged some demographic information. He said he was from Salt Lake City. Kind of jokingly, I asked if he knew any of those sister-wife guys. He laughed and said he didn't know any as friends or acquaintances, but there were a couple he would frequently cross paths with because of work. I was intrigued and asked what they were like. He said, massive jerks and total creeps. I asked for more info, but one of our friends interrupted and said the conversation was making her uncomfortable. I figured that was her telling us that she was leaving the conversation to talk to someone else, but she didn't do that. I continued to ask for more info and he explained more what he meant and she interrupted again. She said the conversation was making her really uncomfortable and asked us to please talk about something else. I told her there were a lot of other conversations going on she could join and we could chat again later. I said I was really interested in the topic from the point of view of someone who lived near that kind of community and wanted to hear more. She said it was a boundary for her. I said her boundaries are irrelevant to my conversations because she doesn't have to participate. She went to talk to someone else at that point. I hadn't talked to her since Saturday, but she sent me a text today. She said what I did really damaged her trust in me and changed the way she views me as a person. She accused me of wanting to sleep with that guy and said I was cruel to her just to impress him. I don't think I was cruel. I just don't think she should get to dictate conversations. Am I the jerk for not respecting her boundary? She just could not take the hint that you wanted to hear about this and she needed to buzz off if she didn't want to hear about it. Like, just hearing this story makes me irrationally upset because 
I could imagine talking to somebody that has some really interesting topics going on and you want to hear more, and you have a friend who's not really engaging in the conversation constantly chiming in like, this is making me uncomfortable, we should stop talking about this. It's like, I'm sorry, but are you even talking about this to begin with? Are you a part of this conversation at this point? She just wanted to be controlling, like erase the topic from ever being able to be discussed. This next story is... Would I be the jerk for continuing to wear a swimsuit in a friend's hot tub? I'm currently spending the week visiting a couple that I've been friends with for many years now. I get on really well with both of them, and it's nice to catch up and spend some time in their part of the country. They have a nice house, and recently added a private hot tub area out the back, and said I was welcome to use it. It's got a small sauna, the hot tub, and an outdoor shower. It's all enclosed for privacy. They're fairly open about the fact that they use it naked, I know they visited European spas where swimwear isn't allowed and stuff. They're not naturists, but they just prefer to not wear anything in spas. They've got some little jokey signs up in the spa area about being nude and another about etiquette like showering before getting in the hot tub and sitting on a towel in the sauna, etc. But one of the etiquette rules said that swimwear was not allowed, and I ignored that. I get that it's their thing, but it's not something I wanted to do, so I wore my swimsuit. I left it to dry with the towels, which they noticed and asked if I'd worn it. I told them that I had, and they told me that it wasn't appropriate because they don't allow swimwear. For me, it just felt weird to get naked because it's just a preference, and anyway, no one was around when I used it, so I didn't feel the need to follow that particular rule. I followed all the others. I said I just didn't want to be out there naked and have someone come along and see me. I said I would do it if they promised not to also use it while I am, or I don't mind them being naked but I'd rather have something on. They both said that it's not a big deal to be naked in a spa and that if I used it when they're out or working, then it's unlikely either of them will come out at the same time as me, but they won't promise to give me private use. They're saying as it's their house, I should respect their rules and use it without my swimsuit. But they're basically saying that I can't object if they come and join me while I'm naked. It wasn't a super heated argument, just a debate about the principle. They've told me I shouldn't use it if I'm not willing to do so nude, and except that they may also want to use it at the same time. Would I be the jerk if I ignore them and just keep wearing my swimsuit when I use it? I think after all of this, I think OP should probably just let it go and straight up not use it, but I also think that it's a bit weird for them to be so insistent that you take your clothes off while using their spa and that they will not guarantee you any privacy if you do agree to it. It almost sounds a little predatory, like they want to catch you in that condition. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making my 17 year old miss her therapy appointment to clean her closet? My daughter, 17-year-old female, closet is an absolute pigsty. You can't even see the floor, it's nearly knee-deep in stuff. I've been after her for weeks to clean it up, and she keeps saying, I'll do it later. I had enough, and told her she cannot go out with friends or her boyfriend until her closet is clean. Unfortunately, that week she had work and prior commitments at school, so they only had one free afternoon where she was going to see her therapist. She's in therapy for depression and anxiety. She also was going to go with her boyfriend's family on a day trip that following weekend. I figured missing that would finally get through to her, 
to get it done after several weeks of constantly putting it off. Instead, she cancelled her therapy appointment, as it was her only free afternoon, because she didn't want to miss going with her boyfriend this weekend. Her therapist said I was wrong to do this because she needs her therapy and this was a dumb hill to die on. I told her she's been putting this off for weeks and won't listen, and I don't know how else to get through to her. I refuse to live like slobs. Am I the jerk? An important detail is OP didn't cancel the therapy themselves, they just said, you can't go out or do anything out before you get that closet done. So the daughter cancelled the therapy appointment to use that time to clean the closet so they didn't miss the trip out with their boyfriend. So it's a bit awkward where like OP's being blamed for forcing her to miss her therapy appointment, but OP never did that. I think we can all agree she shouldn't have missed the therapy appointment, but it's not like OP was the one saying cancel it. It's not like OP made that phone call to cancel it. And it's not like OP chose that as a hill to die on. Our next story is, am I the jerk for taking my dog into the grocery store for no more than 10 minutes? I, female 33, am a proud owner of Peanut, my Yorkshire Terrier. I took Peanut to the dog park today and PetSmart and the same complex is the grocery store I go to. It was a warmer day and I didn't want to leave Peanut in the car, so I leashed him up and took him in with me. I had planned on a quick trip, no more than 10 minutes. I went to the produce department to grab some stuff. A guy, probably in his 30s, not an employee, rudely told me that pets aren't allowed in grocery stores and asked why I had my dog with me. Before I could respond, he told me it was gross as freak to have my dog in the produce section. I explained it was hot out and I planned to be quick in the store. I apologized and said the most convenient thing was for me to come here with Peanut. He told me to freak off and to not be a lazy pet owner. Then he stormed off. It was a bit of a scene. Feeling uncomfortable, I just left. I thought it would be no big deal. Peanut didn't misbehave or have an accident. And I didn't think I was being a jerk. Unless Peanut is a service dog, they just are not allowed in pretty much any grocery store. You can take them to Home Depot though. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not making a second meal for a child? I, 30-year-old female, am friends with a couple, Mike and Sandra, 35-year-old male and 38-year-old female, and invited them and their child, Charlie, 9-year-old female, over for dinner. Before they came over, I texted them to find out if any of them had any food sensitivities, allergies, needs, etc. The wife said there was nothing I needed to worry about. I decided on something a bit kid-friendly while still feeling like I was cooking for adults, so I settled on chicken parm with some chocolate cake for dessert. I figured it's like chicken nuggets mixed with pizza, which kids would like. It turned out really well for someone who's just started cooking like me. My friends were telling me that it was good and maybe they were just being polite, but they ate everything. Charlie poked at her meal the entire time we were eating and I'm not sure she ate any of it. After we were done, I brought out the chocolate cake. Charlie ate a tiny bite and immediately started bawling. Sandra asked her what was wrong and she cried that she didn't like chocolate. Sandra continued to comfort her daughter while Mike and I awkwardly ate dessert. A couple of minutes pass and I notice Sandra is glaring at me. I hesitantly asked her if I could help her with Charlie. I'm not good with kids, which she knows, but I wasn't sure what else to do. She huffed and asked, is there anything you'd like to say, Charlie? It took me a second to realize that she wanted an apology for her kid not eating my food. I thought it might help cheer Charlie up at least, so I said that I was sorry that she didn't like my food. 
Charlie started crying harder, and her mom asked me if I had anything she would like instead. I drew the line there. I told her that I wasn't going to cook anything else, and that if I didn't like what my mom made me as a kid, I went to bed hungry. Mike is just silently eating his cake, while Sandra tried to convince me to make something else for Charlie to eat. I stood up from the table and asked Mike if he would like me to wrap up his cake for him to take home, because the rest of his family was apparently not having a good time. I suggested that Sandra could go home and make something for Charlie to eat. Sandra scoffed at me and said something about how I was cooking tonight and she thought she could have taken the night off. I knew I was about to say something I really regretted, so I slammed my plate on the table and told her to get out. Mike seemed genuinely embarrassed as they left. I haven't spoken to any of them since, and now I'm thinking I overreacted by kicking them out of my house. I feel like OP got a little fired up here, but overall, I don't think they're in the wrong here. I mean, if these are both things that Charlie themselves didn't like, they didn't advocate for themselves and their parents didn't advocate. Like, if Charlie notably does not like chocolate, you would think that they would say something. And by they, I mean their parents. If their kid's gonna be overly picky, they should be accounting for that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.